uh, rise to total domination because it, the time was not fulfilled for, uh, for God's plan to be played out. But uh, he found out how far he could go. And, uh, and Satan's always going to try to find out, test the waters, how far can he go with, with whatever it is. And he'll, 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 if you leave the door open for Satan, he'll stick his foot in there, his toe in there, and pretty soon he'll be, he'll be getting in further even in your life. That's why we should not uh, give place to the devil. Give him, don't give him any inch. Don't give him in a centimeter because he's always going to push it a little bit further than what was given to him. Amen. And so we see this. This, this surge happened, this, uh, this push to power and world dom, uh, dominion uh, through Adolf Hitler uh, that, uh, and, 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 and coincidentally, who were the people that were really impacted the most were, were the Jews, were, were specifically targeted by that. That, that. If that doesn't tell you that Satan's behind it, trying to, to, to wipe out the, the people of God, but... Uh, as much as the prophecy in Revelation talks about a, the Antichrist having world dominion, it also there's also prophecies that say that uh, Israel is always going to be there, that they're always going to have a land on this earth. There's always going to be a place. There's always going to be a remnant of, of the believers, of the people of God. And so sometimes it, the devil can get so headstrong on one direction that he forgets about another part of the prophecies that's going to limit him uh, because all of it is going to happen and come to pass, and we know that there's always going to be a people of God in the world because Jesus is coming back to rule from Jerusalem. So there has to still be a Jerusalem. There still has to be an Israel in the earth, and so no matter how much the enemy tries to push and, and tries to uh, take the ground and, and uh, attack the people of God, uh, God is always going to have the final say, and he's always going to be victorious in the end. Amen. And so this, this allied forces attack to come and, 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 and shut down and to push back and to invade uh, the forces of darkness of, uh, uh, of the Nazi Germany, it, it really all uh, came to a head here uh, in 1944. Uh, what we know as as D Day, uh, 1944, June 6 is when uh, the invasion of the Allied forces came in, and ultimately, this because of this invasion, uh, the tide of the the war began to shift and turn uh, in favor of the Allied forces, and uh, the enemies uh, in Germany was getting be, beginning to be pushed back from this day forward. Uh, but if you ever get the time or, or the desire to look into the, the D-Day invasion, I mean, we, we can just read about it. Yeah, the Allied forces came in on June 6th. They landed on the beaches, and they started invaded Normandy and, and started pushing back the enemy. But it's, it's so much more complex than that. The... It, it, it was almost barely, mainly a miracle that this thing even happened. 
that the invasion, the timing had to be perfect. So many factors had to come into play in order for this invasion to take place. Uh, it was, they say it was years in the planning. It had to be during a full moon so they can light up the sky at night so they can see. It had to be, they had to arrive at low tide so that they can see if there's any uh, any bombs and, and things out there in the beaches so they could uh, try to avoid them as best they can, mines in the water. And, and so they needed a, a full moon. They needed it uh, low tide at, at, uh, at arrival time. Uh, and they needed good weather to, to cross the English Channel. A hundred miles he had to sail uh, to reach uh, the beaches of Normandy. And so all of this had to come to play. And you can, uh, obviously they had all these things planned out and these regiments and these companies and all of these uh, battalions would, would go in these areas. That, that was all mapped out. But the one thing that you cannot plan in advance is the weather. If the weather is bad, that ruins everything. I mean, because again, you have to cross 100 miles of open sea. And if it's bad weather, guess what? You have your forces can be lost at sea. And, then, and then, what it, then what do you do? And so it all had to come together. And ultimately, uh, the original plan day was for, for June 5th. But there was bad weather. And so uh, uh, General Eisenhower delayed it to June 6th. They, they only... June 6th, they, they only had a three-day window here, June 5th, 6th, or 7th. It had to be one of those days. Otherwise, it would have to be a couple weeks later. Uh, and so, uh, bad weather on June 5th. Uh, and so, uh, they, uh, he delayed it for another day. And they finally said, we got to go. And so, sure enough, they, they went out and uh, thousands of boats began to uh, go across the sea. Uh, delivering 150,000 troops, uh, 17 hours to get across and to land at the beaches of, of Normandy and thus began the invasion into the darkness where they began to push back uh, the enemy. But it would never have happened uh, had they not left shore and uh, they had to go take a risk. And even, even, even when they left, it wasn't perfect weather. There was still, it wasn't the best weather, but they said, uh, they were told it, it might, there might be a window where it, it kind of clears up for a little bit, and so it's now or never, and they had, you know, the, the, the English meteorologists were saying one thing, the American meteorologists were saying another thing, uh, and so uh, Eisenhower ultimately made the, the choice to go uh, to send them. He said that was the hardest decision he's ever made, and uh, the the rest is history, as if if we can say it that easily. But uh, another uh, another miraculous factor in this this whole invasion, how it was like God ordained, was uh, that even the the German meteorologists were were saying that it's the the weather is so bad. Uh, for these next few weeks, that there's there's no chance that there's going to be any type of invasion. They've been they they heard about there's coming an invasion that that the Allied forces are coming in, and they they knew it was coming, but they didn't know when. Uh, and so uh, they said the weather will probably clear up a little bit um, in, in mid mid June. Uh, 
And so let's, we're, we're thinking that if there's going to be an invasion, it's going to probably be at least in the middle of June. And so what happened is uh, a lot of the commanders, a lot of the generals, a, a lot of the uh, people in charge, they, uh, they all left the front lines. And, and thousands of, uh, of commanding officers left and were on uh, training exercises somewhere else. Some were going back to uh, birthdays and all of these things. And so the front lines was not 100% ready for an invasion. Had it happened two weeks later, they would have all been there, and it may have been a different story. But it just so happens that uh, this tiny little window happened, and uh, they were caught off uh, guard. They didn't know that the invasion uh, took place. And by the time they found out the news, it was already too late because the Allied forces were there on the beach and began to uh, invade uh, the territory, and so uh, it's it's a it's a miracle that all of this took place. But ultimately, they decided that uh, the enemy is out there and it is roaring, uh, invading and conquering places. But we gotta we gotta put a stop to this. We gotta stand up. And we got to push them back. And ultimately, there's a quote out there that says, "For for evil to prevail, uh, all it takes is for good people to not to do anything." Uh, and so the world sat around for long enough, I guess, until they decided uh, enough is enough. And once they decided to go and we're going to invade uh, normally, we're going to push back, that began the turn uh, of the war. And ultimately, uh, a little over a year later, victory was declared. And see, uh, it, it, all it takes is for people to stand up and say enough is enough. Uh, and so if, if the world can do that and, and, and forces and military wars and all of these things, uh, we as the people of God should also be standing up and saying enough is enough, that we're not taking of this anymore, that we're going to push back against the forces of darkness, we're going to invade the darkness, and we're going to turn the tide and, and, and for the kingdom of God, uh, and so, uh, but all it takes is somebody, a group of people to stand up and say, now is the time that we're going to invade. You see, we can sit around and we can strategize and we can plan and map things out and all of these, we can have good intentions as uh, every day, as much good intentions as we want. But unless we actually step up and say, now's the time we're going to go invade, that's when it all really begins to turn. Uh, and so we, we obviously, we, we got to plan and prepare and do all of these things. But ultimately, there's got to come to a point where we cross the, the English Channel. We got to have our own invasion uh, of, of force. Fort Myers and uh, in Lee County, and I believe that that's what the end time revival looks like. Is when the when the church says enough is enough that we are going to be taking back uh, the land for for the kingdom of God. That we're going to push back the forces of darkness. We're going to invade the territory of the enemy, and we're going to claim this land for Jesus Christ because He's going to give us the victory, and no enemy forces will be able to stop the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Uh, and so uh, it's really on the church uh, to determine uh, the, the shift and in, in the victory in the neighborhoods that we live in and we uh, drive through. Because uh, we can, 
we can sit around and, and talk and pray about revival, and we need to do that. But ultimately, uh, there's got to be a, a time that we say we're, enough is enough, and we're going to go and do something and invade the enemy's territory. Because uh, Jesus said uh, the, the, the fields are, are white, they're ripe, they're ready. Uh, he, he says, uh, he, doesn't, he didn't say pray for revival. He says pray that there would be, send laborers into the harvest. So I believe that there is a harvest out there. We just got to make up our minds and say uh, now is the time that we're, we're going to go forward and we're going to invade uh, our, our cities and we're going to take back uh, souls uh, from the grips of hell and we're going to claim them in the name of Jesus because enough is enough. The enemy has a, had a, enough playtime that we got to go uh, forward and say uh, we are going to be victorious in Jesus name and see souls saved for uh, revival and for the kingdom of God uh, and so uh, in Matthew it says uh, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force you see there's always going to be somebody on the offensive uh, taking things by force it's either going to be the devil or it's going to be the people of God uh, the devil's always going to be always going to try to be on the offensive, and sometimes the people of God can be on the defensive. And but if we're on the defensive for too long, that means the devil's out doing whatever he wants to do. But we got to stand up, and we got to say enough is enough. That now it's our time to go on the offensive, and we're going to go out and and cause destruction in the kingdom of darkness because we are the salt and the light of the world, and we're going to shine and invade the darkness like never before. Amen. But we have to have our minds made up for that purpose. Uh, and that is, that is where Israel was uh, here thousands of years ago. They were at the precipice of uh, their promised land, getting ready to invade uh, the darkness there. And they were going to shine the light and the glory of God in the land of Canaan because God promised them that land. And so uh, it was just up to them to decide now is the time. Now we're going to go in and we're going to take what God has given us. Uh, and so uh, just to think about all the things that God has promised you and me, the blessings and the open doors and, and all of these things, uh, if God has said it and promised it, then it's out there, it's available, it's ready for us. But uh, many times we may think that, oh, I'm just going to wait for God to deliver it, to Uber, to Uber it to my house. And to deliver to me, but uh, what if God says, uh, he, he, I, I'm giving this to you, but you got to go and take it. If you go out there and you step out those doors and get it, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, sure, we want God to, to deliver room service to us, but there's got to be things in our life that God says, you got to go and get it. And if you step out there in faith and get it, I will give you the victory. I, I will give it to you, but you got to take that step of faith and believe in the promises that I've declared to you that it's going to come to pass. Because if we, all, if we always just sit around waiting for room service for God... That's not going to be very good for us. Sit on the couch and waiting for God for, to bring us our blessings. The blessings that God gives us that we have to go and fight for, those are the ones that we ultimately hold on to much tighter. 
Because we know what we had to go through to get that. That we're just not going to give that up at the, at, at the, the next change in, in, in temperature, the next whim or, or whatever it is. But if we got to go through hell to get something and, and we finally see God bring us through that valley and we're holding on to the promises of God, there's no devil in hell that's going to get that promise out of your hands. Why? Because you had to fight for it. You had to slay the darkness. You had to go against and invade the darkness and step out in faith and you had to, to grow and, and God used you in ways that you've never been before but it takes somebody to step out in faith and say I'm going to go and do that and once you get a hold of that you're going to hold on to that till your dying breath you're not going to let that go because you had to fight for that Hallelujah. on the other hand if you got something that was just delivered to you with on a silver platter and uh, uh, the doorbell and, ring and, and, and room service it didn't really cost you much to get that. And so you can, well, we'll let that go because I'll just ring the bell again and something else will come as a replacement. But once you go through something and, and you see God bring you through that that, 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 that forges a relationship with you and God that you know, hey, God is not going to leave me or forsake me. He's going to see me through whatever it is. And ultimately, that's what God wants us to do because we never know what's out there on the other side of, of the doors, what darkness awaits for us. But if we are prepared in our minds, in our, in our spirit to say, hey, whatever comes through those doors, we are ready for the, for the fight. We are ready because God has been with us before and we're going to invade the darkness and we're going to be ready to take on whatever the devil throws at us because we're not going to back down because we've been too, we've come this far that God's not going to leave us and we're not going to leave it behind. We're not going to leave it on the table, but we're going to go and we're going to reach for that. Amen. And invade the darkness and take hold of what God has promised us and declared to us. Amen. And so, if you want to invade the darkness, one of the first things that you have to do is you got to have the right mindset. Your mind has to be made up that once we step out of this, once we cross that line, there's no turning back. There's no, there's no going back because it's we're going to the finish line. We're going to the victory. We're going to see the victory because if there's any hesitation, if there's any weakness or lacking of faith, you can, you can go all the way out there. And if you, uh, 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 your, your faith withers away, then then it, it doesn't end up well. And so you have to have your mind made up. The, uh, General Eisenhower had his mind made up and says, once we go, we're going. Uh, and, and we can't, there's no wishy-washy uh, because uh, uh, you're, you become unstable. You can't, uh, a, a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. We have to be really, uh, our minds made up that we are going to go 100% and there's no going back. And if every uh, child of God had their mind made up, hey, we're going to see victory. We're not going to settle anything less than revival, than, than Holy Ghost fire. If our minds were that made up, uh, I think we would see uh, the Holy Ghost poured out like never before. Uh, but we got to make sure we are preparing ourselves Mentally, physically, spiritually for whatever it is that we want to see happen. And if we want to find power in 150,000 troops across the ocean for defeat that way. You got you to be ready to go. I, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember the Spanish uh, conqueror's name. Who Was it Ponce de Leon or somebody who landed in Mexico? 
Cortez. When they, when they landed, they burned the ships because there's, this is a one-way trip. Uh, because uh, that's your your mind is made up. Because there's no retreat, there's no surrender. You gotta burn the burn the ships and say, hey, there's only one way, and that's forward. Revival is only one direction, is forward. We can't be looking back in the past and say, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. No, we gotta invade the darkness and say, this is where revival is. It's through that dark valley. On the other side of that, there's gonna be a light from heaven shine to bring us through that. But we have to. Our minds gotta be made up and. Say, say that we're going this direction and we're not turning back. And so that is why it was so critical, the report that came back from the 12 spies. Because that was judging the mindset of the people. If they had the mindset that Joshua and Caleb had, let's go up, we can take it. Uh, that's the mindset you need to invade the darkness. But the, but the, the ten, the bad spies, the bad report was we, we are not able to do that. And so uh, the, the Bible says the crowds, uh, that's what they all, they chose that report instead. And so therefore God, uh, God can use these people to invade the darkness if they've all decided, hey, we're not, we, there's no way we're going to win. And so what did God say? Okay, well, we'll just walk around till you all perish off and die off. Because he needed another generation to rise up with the right mindset that says, hey, let's go and take this no matter what the cost, no matter how big the giant is, no matter how dark it is, no matter how deep it is, no matter how hot the flames of hell are, we have a promise that we can stand upon that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And so if we go forward believing in that, uh, that our minds are made up, we're going to see revival like never before. But that's what it's going to take. And so it was this mindset that Joshua and Caleb had that God permitted only them two to, to outlive everyone else. Everyone else died that were 20 years old and older except Joshua and Caleb. And they were, they were uh, we, we know Caleb I think was about 80 years old when this, the, the second uh, invasion took place. Uh, and even then, so Joshua was asking him, hey, man, are you, you know, you know, you're 80 years old. How you doing? How you feeling? And, and Caleb says, man, I'm, ready. I'm, I'm just as good and just as strong as I was 40 years ago. Give me this mountain. This is the one I want. And, and what did Caleb do? Caleb went and took that mountain. Uh, and he inherited the promises of God because he decided, hey, my mind is made up. Uh, and once your mind is made up, there's no retreat, there's no going back, but there's only victory ahead. Uh, sometimes that's that's where the people of God can get messed up is, is, uh, is maybe we become wishy-washy at times and up in faith and emotion where we're emotionally charged and passionate about something and then, and then something else happens and then we become woe is me and all of these things. You can't, uh, that, you can't have that kind of mindset when you're ready to attack one day and the next day you're retreating. It's got to be where we're on the winning side because the Bible says Jesus has a victory and Jesus is inside of me. And so we have the victory inside of us. We have to make up our minds and say we're going to go forward and see what God has in store for us. And so it's that conquering mindset that really begins to, to turn 
the tables of, of the situation of, of the balance of power. And, and we know, obviously, we know that God has all power and, and the devil does not have uh, any, uh, cannot hold a candle against the Lord. Uh, and, and so, just knowing that, how often we, we tend to forget that the devil really has no power unless God gives him power. Uh, and and so we tend to believe. People tend to believe in the the, the lie, the the imagination, the, uh, the the scary boogeyman that the devil is. But if you know if you know who your God is, then you know who the devil is. And you know if you know the power that your God has, you know the power that the devil does not have because he has to ask God for permission to do things. That's how much power the devil has. He has to ask God, uh, "Can I do this?" And God says, yes or no. That's how much power the devil has. And yet people are deathly uh, afraid of the devil. Uh, and we ultimately know that God is uh, all-powerful and he is the one that is in charge. Uh, and so we see here in, in Joshua where jo- uh, Joshua is uh, now uh, assuming the power, the, the leader of uh, the nation of Israel because Moses has died off as, because the Lord told Moses he can't enter into it. Uh, and so this began to shift and change. And he says, take, your, take the people, lead the people into the land that I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. And he says uh, in verse 3, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Uh, and so, again, we, we see this promise, uh, this declaration that God told Moses at some point that, hey, uh, once you get in there, every place your, your sole of your foot shall tread upon, I'm going to give that to you. And just because Moses died off does not mean the promise dies off either. God's promises are, are go out, are declared until they are fulfilled. Uh, to the fullest, and so this one had not been fulfilled yet, and so now it was time for Joshua to lead the charge, and he uh, did. And so, uh, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I will give to you. Uh, now, at first glance, we may read that and say, well, every, t- every place that we step upon, uh, every place our, our, our footsteps, uh, that's where we're treading, but... Uh, really, the uh, the Hebrew word here uh, means to tread means to fight for, and so if you are willing to fight for it, God will give you the victory in that. Because ultimately, you as a child of God, if you are fighting on the side of righteousness, if you are fighting for the kingdom of God, God's going to give you the victory in that if you're willing to tread upon that ground, if you're willing to step out the doors and step out into the street and and to do something for the kingdom of God and to invade the darkness, God's going to give you the victory. Why? Because that's what God's will is. He wants all souls to be saved. And if you're out there trying to reach a soul, He's going to help give you the victory he's going to help push back the enemy and rebuke the devourer for your sake why because you are fighting for the kingdom of heaven you are fighting for the for righteousness and 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 it shall prevail and so if your foot if you are, are, are if you're willing to fight for that i believe that god will give you the victory in that 
But again, that goes that ties in with a mindset. If you step out the doors and you're you're treading, you're walking around, uh, and the enemy shows up and intimidates you, and you run off. You didn't fight for that ground. And so what happens is the enemy keeps that ground. But if you out there uh, and, and walking in faith and the boldness of the Holy Ghost and you, and you rebuke the devil and, and he flees from you, guess what? You've gotten victory over that ground and God has given you victory uh, because you're willing to stand up and fight. Uh, look, look, we have the armor of God. We got the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith. We have everything that we have uh, been given to us to defeat the enemy. All we got to do is submit ourselves and the enemy's going to flee. Submit ourselves to the Lord and, and the, the the devil's going to flee from us. And so that is a guaranteed victory right there. Uh, and so we just got to have our minds made up uh, that we are going to invade the darkness, invade the territory, and push back and say, we're claiming this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and so I believe that uh, that is what revival is going to look like when the people of God uh, when we become more bold than we've ever become. Uh, because this world is changing. This world is getting darker and darker by the day. And, and the, the stage is being set again for a, a world-dominant uh, uh, leader, uh, the Antichrist. Uh, if it's his time, he's going to rise to power. And everything, the devil, again, has got another guy in store. Hitler, Hitler wasn't his time. But the devil's got somebody else. And so uh, the world is starting to turn uh, on, uh, on the light, trying to snuff out the light and, 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 and try to silence the people that are speaking truth. And, and, uh, and so we have to have our minds made up that no matter how dark it gets, we are on the winning side. That we have the light inside of us and all God needs is somebody to, to submit to, to the Lord, to the word of God and to go out and, and to declare that this is uh, for the kingdom of heaven and God's going to back, get behind that person, that church, the, that believer because they are being bold uh, in the Holy Ghost and that's what it takes to uh, invade the darkness is we got to have people willing to go forward and say, we're, we're, we're not coming back, amen, without, without a soul. I mean, if you stand with me tonight, so every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that is what God will uh, give you the victory in. And it's more than just walking because, again, the children of Israel did a lot of walking, but that did not mean they had, they had the victory. They were doing a lot of walking. And so uh, I know we, we, we do a lot of walking around our, our neighborhoods, our homes, and all these things, and uh, that's great. Um, but we also got to be willing to fight for whatever comes our way. And, and sometimes maybe something will not come our way until we, we make that declaration, until we make that stand. Hey, uh, today we're making a declaration that this is, this is going to be uh, the kingdom of heaven's territory, that we're pushing back. And then uh, you, you'll see things happen. Uh, and so, but we've got to be willing to have the right mindset uh, for that as, as 
Paul tells us in Romans 12, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that we may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. If, if we are going to invade the darkness and invade the world, uh, we cannot be conformed to it. Because we are going out to conquer that in the name of Jesus. And so we cannot be connected to it. We cannot have strings attached to us from the world. Because how can you conquer the world if you're conformed with the world? If the world is, is tied up in your, in your mind, in your life, and there's worldliness in your life and filthiness, you can't declare victory against it because it's already inside of you or, 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 or plaguing you or, or uh, making... Uh, filthying up your your robes and so uh, we have to be separate from the world more than ever before and as the world gets darker and darker it doesn't take much to stand out anymore as the world seems to every year passes the dress code of the world seems to get uh, less and less clothes on out there and all it takes is somebody that is regularly, modestly clothed, and you you stand out. That's how that's how far the world is 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 shifting and, and going. It and so even though we're going to just kind of stand out by default, uh, we've got to make sure that we are are ready to engage in, in any kind of warfare that is out there because uh, we we know the enemy is out there prowling around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour but I'm here to declare today that uh, enough is enough that we apostolic praise we got to go forward uh, and declare and invade the darkness uh, the rest of this year and even next year uh, I want to see things that we've never done before but we got to have a boldness like never before and we got to have a mindset like never before we got to pray uh, for God to give us this boldness God give us this courage because it's not going to come from us it's gonna not come from our personality it's got to come from the Holy Ghost and we got to tap in and tune in to what God wants us to do if we want to reach for that we've never reached before and see souls say that we've never seen before and I believe that God's gonna give us the victory I believe we're gonna see that come to pass uh, do you believe that with me we got to bind together in one mind and one accord and say hey we're gonna go forward in Jesus name amen we're gonna declare victory we're we're going to see it come to pass. Amen. Uh, and the people of God, we're going to be victorious in Jesus' name. Uh, I believe that, and I, I know that God has things in store, that, but, but sometimes we got to go out and get, grab a hold of. Amen. And if we go out and do that as the people of God, amen, the enemy is not going to be able to stop us. He's not going to be able to defeat us or push us back because uh, the latter rain is going to be greater than the former, and we are in the latter days, and we got to align ourselves and realign ourselves with the Holy Ghost and what God wants us to do. And I believe God, what God wants us to do is to reach souls and to see people saved and repent of their sins and be baptized in Jesus' name. But there's got to be an army that rises up. That says, hey, that's what we want. That's what we want to see. God has blessed us enough. We've been living comfortably long enough. And uh, we got to say, now we're going to go forward and, and conquering new territories and new grounds. Uh, and that takes a, a boldness that's got to come from the Holy Ghost and from you and me to, to say, I want to see that come to pass.
Amen. Why don't we, why don't we close, our, close out the service today. Let's just go before the Lord in prayer and say, God, help us, Lord. Help us to receive your word, God. Help us to have a, a boldness and a hunger like none, none other before, Lord. Even though the, you've done great things for us in the past, we've seen miracles and signs and wonders, God, but we want to see something new. We want to reach for something new, a new territory, a new kingdom, God, that, that you can tear down, God, that the kingdom of heaven can can expand hallelujah lord help us to to lead us and guide us and order our steps jesus that we can see what you want to happen come to pass that we can be that light we can be that vessel god to be used by you in these last days as you help us lord to invade the darkness amen and be and declare victory in jesus name amen amen i believe we're gonna see victory amen and it starts with each and every one of us it starts tomorrow, waking up and say, hey, we're going to be victorious tomorrow. And uh, we're going to be victorious on Saturday. And we're going to wake up and we're going to see victory on Sunday and Monday. Every single day, we got to get into the mindset that, hey, we're going to be victorious. We're going to see things happen. If, we don't, if we're not walking out of our homes with our minds made up, you never know what the day holds. But if we walk out with our minds made up and say, we're going to see victory today, you know, we'll see it and God will bring us through and give us uh, the ground that our feet shall tread upon because we're willing to fight for that in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Let's go out and be victorious. Amen. And be the salt and the light. Amen. That this community needs.